Hello everyone and welcome to Box Office Receipts. I'm your host Tyler Callahan and we got quite a bit of news to go over. So let's start right away with the domestic top five. Staying in first place is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 with 60.5 million for a total of 213.2 million. In second place was the Super Mario Bros. movie with 13 million for a total of 535.9 million. Opening in third place was Book Club The Next Chapter with 6.5 million. Fourth place was Evil Dead Rise with 3.7 million for a total of 60.1 million. Fifth place was Are You There, Goddess Me, Margaret with 2.5 million for a total of 16.4 million. And opening in sixth place was Hypnotic with 2.3 million. For Marvel Studios, they had a great weekend with Guardians as it had an amazing drop of 49%, which is rare for superhero movies these days. Thanks to good word of mouth, this will easily hit 300 million domestic and possibly even 350 million. The other noticeable news this weekend was the Hypnotic movie finally got released by Ketchup Entertainment and surprise, surprise, it bombed. Costing 70 million to produce, we don't know how much Ketchup spent for the domestic rights at least, but hey, at least they're able to get it open to 2100 theaters. But still, only getting 2.3 million is terrible. And it did not help that the movie did get poor reviews. In China, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 stayed in first place with 19.5 million for a total of 60 million dollars. It's holding really great with a drop of only 29% from last weekend. In second place is Godspeed with 13.4 million for a total of 123.7 million. Third place was Born to Fly with 9 million for a total of 109 million dollars. In fourth place was All These Years with 2.1 million for a total of 41.8 million. And in fifth place was the first slam dunk with 1.4 million for a total of 94.2 million. So Guardians is doing really well in China as well as a lot of Chinese films. Uh, now we see how fast X does. Looking at international numbers, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 made another 92 million internationally for a worldwide total of 528.8 million. Evil Dead Rise earned 6.7 million for a worldwide total of 131.8 million. The Super Mario Bros. movie made 26.1 million internationally for a worldwide total of 1.21 billion. And Dungeons of Dragons Honor Among Thieves is now at 205.7 million worldwide. Also should be noted, that the John Wick franchise has now passed $1 billion worldwide. That's great to hear, and considering how at one point the first film was considered being sent straight to DVD, this is a great story for everyone involved. We start off the news in Hollywood, sadly, with a death. John Rafora has passed away at the age of 62 after battling a rare type of bile cancer. He was a film editor that worked on numerous films, including The Magnificent Seven, Transformers, The Last Night, Southpaw, and recently was edit working on editing Avatar 3. May he rest in peace. And as always, fuck cancer. And again, thoughts and prayers with his family during this time. For the possible upcoming actor strike, the SAG AFTRA board, uh, we'll just do SAG for short, the SAG board has voted to ask its members to give them the power to strike if a new contract cannot be agreed on by the end of June. The members will likely approve this, seeing how the writers needed to strike. It does not mean there will be one, but this is just the process moving forward for them being able to strike if needed. Speaking of strikes, the movie Good Fortune from Lionsgate has shut down production due to the writer's strike, and it is not known when they will be rolling the cameras again. I, at this point, I really feel bad for 
uh, Azian Zari, as this is his second attempt for a directorial debut, and the issues just keep coming. IMAX announced that they are working on increasing their foothold in France from 22 screens in the country to over 60. At the Cannes Film Festival, Killers of the Flower Moon premiered and received a 9-minute long standing ovation. Apple and Paramount also released the first trailer online for the film, and it looks, uh, not surprisingly, really good. It comes out in limited release October 6th, with wide release coming October 20th. In an exclusive from Deadline, another film is heading to Cannes for sale, and that is Boneyard. This is a thriller movie starring 50 Cent and Mel Gibson. The film is currently in production and is from Lionsgate, so it will likely be the case where they keep the domestic rights and look to sell the international rights to the film. One studio not having a good time at Cannes is Disney, and that is due to the reception of Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. It had its premiere at the festival and there was no review embargo, so after it premiered, the reviewers who were there posted their reviews, and opinion has been mixed. The issue is now it has given the film a rotten score in the mid-50s on Rotten Tomatoes over a month before the film comes out. Obviously, Disney was hoping for much more positive reviews that they could then use in marketing in the lead-up to the film's premiere. Uh, now that they will have to work harder to market it and hope later reviews are much more positive. An exclusive from Deadline, they are reporting that Sony has bought the rights to Paddington 3, or now called Paddington in Peru. They now have the rights to the film for the US, Canada, and a few other international markets, excluding most of Europe, Japan, China, and Russia. For Paddington 2, it was Warner Brothers that was able to get the domestic rights to it, spending $32 million to do so. Studio Canal is producing the movie and will release it themselves in the home market UK as well. Now, let's go to a list of casting news with all of these being exclusive from Deadline. The first is that Eddie Murphy might sign on to the new Pink Panther movie in development at MGM and play the title role of Inspector Clouseau. While that is not confirmed just yet, we do know the new film will be directed by Jeff Fowler with a script from Chris Brimmer. Next update is that Brianna Hiddlebrand and Xiao Kutsana are coming back for Deadpool 3. Hiddlebrand played Negasonic Teenage Warhead in the first two films, with Kutsana playing Warhead's girlfriend Yukio in the second. I'm glad they're coming back as they were great in the previous films, so hopefully they got a solid supporting roles and it's not just a cameo. In other Marvel news, Chitwell Ifafor has signed on to Sony's Venom 3. He will likely be the main villain. As Deadline notes, he will be co-starring opposite Tom Hardy. So first he goes up against Doctor Strange and now Venom. I wonder who is next. <laughs> and we also have a new casting update for Gladiator 2 with May Calmoy, uh, Matt Lucas, uh, Leo Raz, and Derek J Jacoby joining the cast. For trailers, Paramount released a new one for Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 as well as a new poster for it. The film still looks great, that's not surprising, and it is set to come out July 12th. We start off VOD Premium with Hulu, where they have announced that Futurama is coming back July 24th. The comeback season will be 10 episodes, coming out weekly. This will be the first half of the 20 episodes Hulu ordered back in 2022. Sliding over to Disney+, Plus, they announced where the upcoming Marvel Studios shows will be coming out. Loki Season 2 will start October 6th while Echo will come out all at once on November 29th. While I personally am not interested in Echo, I do hope the show is actually good, because it really seems like they are just dumping it. Avatar The Way of Water will finally be hitting streaming services soon, with it hitting both Disney Plus and Max on June 7th. It should be noted that this is, I believe, the last film in the 20th century HBO deal, so going forward, do not expect new 20th century films to go to Max. They will either go straight to Hulu or Disney Plus. Or both. Also coming to Max is a four-part documentary series focused on the 100 years of Warner Brothers. 
This is part of celebrating the studio's 100th anniversary. Documentary was directed by Leslie Ayrworks and is narrated by Morgan Freeman. The first two parts come out May 25th, and the last two parts come out June 1st. Over in India, Jayo Cinema Premium has announced that it will cost $12.13 annually to access Warner Brothers Discovery content. Previously, Warner Brothers and HBO content was on Star TV, owned by Disney, but that deal expired earlier this year. Now, Jayo Cinema has signed a deal with the company and the content has moved over there. This is also the same service where Paramount teamed up to buy the Indian Premier League for cricket, which was also with Disney. So definitely over the past year, Jayo Cinema has become a much stronger contender in a streaming battle in India. As for Star, I'm not sure how they are replacing the content they have lost so far. At Peacock, NBC Universal paid what I would assume a large amount of cash for this, but they have gotten the exclusive rights to an NFL wildcard game for the upcoming season. This will be the first ever exclusive live streamed playoff game. The only way to watch this game on regular TV is if you are in the home market of the teams playing. Otherwise, you will need to get Peacock. The game will take place January 13th next year. It's an expensive move, but if it works, ideally they will get a great subscriber boost from it. And I see the idea. Look, you advertise the game, need to get Peacock. People will spend the 5 or $10 to sign up. They'll watch the match. They'll have the service for the month. And then maybe they keep using it and stay subscribed. Or maybe they just forget to cancel it. Either way, it looks good on their, on their books. Finally, we wrap up with Netflix where, at an event for advertisers, they announced that almost 5 million people have signed up for their ad-supported tier. Almost 5 million in just about 6 months is a good start. And that is something advertisers are going to want to hear if they are to consider spending money advertising with Netflix. The streamer also released a trailer for Extraction 2, their big summer movie with Chris Hemsworth, directed by Sam Hargrave. The trailer's focus and what seems to be a marketing focus is a massive 21-minute one-shot, which I can't wait to see. Comes out June 16th. And that's it for this episode of Box Office Receipts. Thank you for listening, and see you next time.